Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the very last episode in this series called Reflect to Perfect. Stephen came up with that name. I really don't like it, Stephen. Still don't like it. It can't be perfect. Well, maybe you can, Stephen. Uh, in the podcast throughout the season, me and Stephen recorded earlier on in the week and we reflected over the week what we thought about it and then we did an intro or outro if we felt we needed changed and in this one I felt not that it needed changed or just bits added in or taken out this one I felt that there was something that we had forgot um, to add in and it wasn't until yesterday that I had realized one of the things that motivated me and Stephen to um, to push on with the podcast and it was actually a, a a video for a song and the song is something about you by elderbrook and the song is actually quite catchy but it's a video that that got me at the start and i remember when i watched the video first i watched it over and over again i thought it was very powerful and what it briefly is is a group of men sitting in a circle like you would expect at an aa meeting or a group therapy meeting or something like that there and no one's willing to talk, none of the men are willing to talk, except this one guy gets up. And when he gets up, he does a, a double from the front bicep pose, which is like a strong man pose, or a typical pose that a man might do. Um, so he stands up, he, he shows off his muscles as such, and then he proceeds to dance. And slowly, one by one, the men hesitate, but they stand up, they do their bicep pose and they join them for dancing. And one of the comments kind of clearly uh, describes what's happening in the video and it's, it's how men are sort of preconditioned to bottle everything up and to not talk about their feelings and, and to be strong, which is a strong man pose is what they do. And then slowly but surely, everyone starts dancing in the video and even there's a few smiles on their faces, which is kind of like a reassuring that that you're not alone and um, they're actually even uh, start to have a little bit of fun in the video as well. So when me and Stephen were um, walking back in January in the, in the lockdown when we decided to do this podcast, it was a very open conversation and we realized that the way we were thinking, not that we were thinking anything bad or negative or, or dark, but it was just the fact that we were having open conversations about about things like depression and about things that maybe we just weren't so easy to talk about, that we very much were not alone and we were that support system for each other through them darker months, metaphorically, and darker months that you know we were in a two kilometer lockdown. And throughout the podcast, we did get loads of feedback from men in particular, and, and the podcast wasn't directed at men, but men in particular had said and give us feedback on some of the things that we had talked about that really resonated with them. And that really made the podcast successful for us, and uh, especially for me, because that's what, what my goal was, was to, to talk about things that aren't so easy to talk about in a, in a deep and also in a light way. So, without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to the podcast. The, the song is called um, Something About You by Elderbrook. The video is, is very good in my opinion. And um, what else do I need to say here now, Aiden? Yeah, so 
I'd like to thank all the listeners again um, for all your support and all your feedback and I hope you enjoy the last episode of this season of Soul. And P.S. P.S. I would also like to thank you Stephen for all your work that you put into the episodes and for facilitating some really good chats and some really good laughs with me and I think we had our go on my friend. So enjoy the episode everybody. Hello everybody and welcome to the season finale of Soul Brew Podcast, which is going to be up there with some of the best season finales you've ever seen or heard. Um, I don't know what comes to mind, even Lost, Breaking Bad maybe? Definitely Lost. Two, two uh, Sopranos. Sopranos. Yeah, uh, probably going to be on par with the last episode of Sopranos. There's probably, I would say there's people kind of like staying up all night sort of to wait for this to listen to it, to be honest. Yeah, we don't. Are we, are we, at this very belittling of ourselves or are we just taking the piss out of ourselves? <laughs> it's a bit of both, isn't it? A bit of both. <laughs> but uh, this is going to be the last episode of season one. Uh, we committed ourselves to 10 episodes and here we are, episode 10 already. And... We are going to do a bit of reflection on this one on the past episodes, have a little chat about what we've learned and some of the comments that other people have made. Um, therefore, this episode is going to be called Reflect to Perfect. Very corny name. Isn't it? I love it. Corny. I love it. Um, and keeping in true line with the podcast uh, I'm in County Cork at the moment. Uh, I've never actually been this far south in Ireland before. Before getting out and exploring it today, but I reached out to the good people of West Cork Coffee Roasters, who give me some tips uh, on places to go and drink some coffee. But if you're looking to buy from an Irish roaster, um, you'll find them at westcorkcoffee.ie, and they also do like brewing equipment. Just had a quick look at their uh, website got brewing equipment, they've got some nice coffees on there, and he's actually roasted competition coffees as well. So check out WCC on Instagram if you're on it. Again, I'm drinking tea. And you know the way when you go on holidays and you kind of get that holiday water, it's not the same water as home. Like the tea's soft. The tea's definitely soft. Like (laughs) the second cup I've made now because me and Stephen always have like a wee pre- podcast chat and I was like I must make another cup of tea uh, but, but the same same things happen that it doesn't it doesn't have the same temperature down here the boiling point has to, must be lower I mean you're closer to the equator I suppose aren't you <laughs> that's true <laughs> and isn't well, it, like, I'll be honest I've, I've experienced that like in foreign countries <laughs> not in, I mean maybe you see Cork as a foreign country I don't know but uh it's more like Donegal of being a foreign country. <laughs> but you know the way like when you flush the toilet and it goes around the opposite way because we're in the, the southern hemisphere down here. <laughs> so far, the other side of Ireland, you're in the southern hemisphere. <laughs> well, it felt so far when I was driving down. My God, it's some spin. <laughs> it's very true, right, isn't it? Yeah. So... Um, that's that's the update on the tea. I definitely think the next ten episodes, if we do them, should be on tea. Uh, 
10 different brands of tea. <laughs> different brands of tea. Things you do well, you can find. Mm -hmm. I suppose you would, Danny. Getting through 10 bags of tea bags would be... <laughs> I know we'll have meetings about that now in the next few, <laughs> few weeks. It's um, hard to believe that we're on episode 10 as well, isn't it? I actually can't believe that as well. So what we're going to do is just kind of go through each of the episodes and sort of reflect on them and see if we have any comment or what we've learned about ourselves from it or any comments people have made specifically on that episode. And it's hard to believe the first episode we recorded actually in April, which was around your birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, it must have been, yeah. Uh, we didn't pull it out to the big bad world and the world wide web until Two weeks May, late, late yeah. May. But, Jesus, that was April. What does that make you feel? And now we're in August. It, it makes me feel that uh, that summer flew. No, well, we're only halfway through the summer, yeah. 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 But um, episode one, Aiden, um, seeing as that was mainly on yourself, have you any reflection on that since recording it or since it was put out there? There was a lot of stuff. I was doing a lot of stuff for testicular cancer when episode one was recorded i think it was on ireland am and that was in the irish independent newspaper and stuff and episode one for me was just trying to close that not close that chapter but it was kind of the last bit of work that i had felt that i needed to do or wanted to do in regards to raising awareness for testicular cancer and i was just getting to the point where i was I've been fed up reliving it all the time. Mm -hmm. And you can see that on Ireland AM. Like as many times as I talk about it, it still it still makes me relive it each time. So episode one was kind of like my last, not my last, but a good push on raising awareness and also just kind of putting it to bed for myself for a little while. And mm -hmm. that wouldn't be the only thing that I would talk about on social media. So it was a real good episode for me in terms of getting that out there somewhere where it's kind of timeless and also that I don't have to be keep repeating myself. So if anyone wants to know my story now in depth or it's there, it's up there and people can get it. So I'm very happy with that. Mm -hmm. and I also, it's kind of like cancer doesn't or hasn't and won't and doesn't define me. Um, and I don't really like talking about it in the sense that People go, oh, oh, I didn't know you you had cancer. And I'm like, I did, but that's not really who I am. So you don't really need to mention it at the same time. Or, And I found that a lot with it. Mm -hmm. I didn't want, and I didn't want that sort of attention of people wanting to talk to me because I had it. It was more like I wanted people to talk to me just because of who I was, you know. But I'm like that in conversations. I'm more interested in the other person than I am in talking about myself. So I always try and deflect questions yeah. back anyway. So it was good to get that wrapped up and stuff as well. So if anyone needs to know about that part of me, it's there and I don't have to keep repeating it and reliving it. Yeah. That's probably why our conversations are so good because I just love talking about myself. So it's, <laughs> we bounce off each other that way. Okay. I know I think from that episode, it was a great starting point because it kind of set the tone of having that sort of conversation maybe that a lot of males don't have or don't speak about often and that's probably the main comment 
especially from that that episode that I got from uh, people that were listening. They were just saying it was great to hear two young lads chatting about emotions, which it shouldn't be the case that that's a big thing, really, but it is. Um, so a lot of people were quite appreciative of that, us having them conversations. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think to you telling your story, again, will have benefited a lot of people, which is class, I think. Um, so yeah, good man, Aidan. Um, episode two then was kind of like, and you were just turning 30 actually at that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually out of all the episodes, it's definitely the episode that has the best name. I think so. Yeah. I still stand by it. <laughs> it's okay to be vegan and have long hair, and it was a real, real political <laughs> <laughs> statement, wasn't it? Huge, huge stance, uh, real upsetting sort of uh, talk to have. <laughs> well, I suppose it wasn't just about those things. It was just about doing what you want and being happy with in yourself and being you, as opposed to trying to fit into social norms uh, which a lot of us may find ourselves doing um, and i've had a good few conversations with people about that episode as well since and um, just about you know people feeling almost nervous or insecure about being themselves because they're that little bit different to the norm um, and stuff like that and you know one of the lads plays football there carlos riley he um said he learned a lot about himself in that episode you know he um he he just says he's grown as a person. He's only a young eighteen year old lad, but he feels more confident in himself now. And he says that's thanks to me, you know. So I took the mad notion on Saturday night to drive up the road from Mullingar to Donegal, and I couldn't sleep. And I was about twenty minutes from home, and it was half two in the morning, and there was a young fella in the middle of the road walking. And he waved me down and I drove past him and I was like, fuck, Aiden, you need to turn and you need to go back. Like that young fellow's drunk. Mm. And so I turned and I went back and I didn't feel like unsafe or anything. And I said, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to Letterkenny. I'm walking to Letterkenny. And I was like, Jesus, sir, get into this car and I'll take you back into Letterkenny. He's only about, he was, he's definitely younger than me. He was about 24. And... He was drunk, but he wasn't too drunk, but he was definitely not going to make it back walking at that time of night. It's a good, from where I was, about a 12-minute drive. So you're talking like an hour's walk sort of job at the same time. And we kind of got into conversation quickly, obviously, because he was drinking. So he was on that level that he could get into that conversation and doesn't bother me. I can nearly jump in at any level. Mm -hmm. And... He was like, are you into the partying yourself? And I said, no, I'm not really. I said, more into like drinking coffee and good food and stuff. And he was like, he's like, that's what I want to get into. That's, that's who I want to be. He says, and I'm, I'm really badly influenced by my friends. And he, he was a vegetarian and he found it really difficult to, to be a vegetarian around his friends and stuff because it didn't suit a lot of restaurants. And, mm-hmm. uh, but he, he, he got into talking about like about drugs and he, he said that he <laughs> his, his words he says I'm a real bastard for drugs <laughs> and 
that he he had tried to get off and he's only young like and he just wanted to be around people that didn't really need that sort of lifestyle and i was thinking about the podcast and he's like i wanted to he wanted to talk about deeper things and stuff and i was like i'm so glad that there's young people out there like this guy i'd say he was 24 because he had finished college and he'd been in dublin for a couple of years and it just completely reassured me that even though the podcast is a little bit out there and people might laugh at it because it's not the norm i know that there's young men out there that do want to have deeper conversations and want to engage with someone on a different level that's not superficial that's not around drinking and not around things like that there and it was just a, a very reassuring moment for me at like quarter to three in the morning at this stage and did you suggest him to listen to i didn't because the conversation didn't get to go that far but he wanted to start talking about deeper things but by that stage i had taken him to where he needed to be mm-hmm. well on a uh, couple things that fair play for taking that guy home most people, especially at that time of the night, would have just thought, oh, I need to go to bed. But good man, good deed. I did um, I did think that, but like there was a young guy that was killed outside my house two years ago from doing that. I know. He was, he was walking home and someone actually drove around him and said that fellow's going to get killed. And by the time they came back, he was killed. And I was like, cannot take that. And this is like, I, we're in rural Donegal, like, so I knew that guy was... He's walking on a dark road at half two in the morning, like. Yeah, you do see it a bit, even especially with Don Fanny being so busy. Now you see it a good bit in the evening. Like when it's dark, there's a few times where I've seen like a full family of like 10 and I literally didn't see them until I was right beside them. And just busy. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man. If, they, if one of them had just been stepped out. Yeah. That was it, like. But I could. I didn't see them. They'd no like all dark clothes and that. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. But um. <laughs> the main thing was that like he was young. He did take drugs. He's trying to not take as much drugs as he used to. He is looking for something that's like a more sustainable lifestyle and a lifestyle that has a bit more depth and meaning to it. And it just was very reassuring that we do these podcasts and there is young people out there that actually that do take yeah. from them young males and females, I think, yeah. or for both. But I suppose then how do you go from having that conversation with that young man to empowering him to make that change? Well, I probably should have, um, well, that's very suggestive, got him onto the podcast as in got, like, but it just, I, I was too focused on listening to what he had to say to, to kind of get my point across or whatever. But the fact that he's even thinking like that to me, because that's the way I would have been as well. If he's even mm-hmm. thinking like that, the chances are that young fella is going to find it himself anyway, because that's what he's searching out for. And he's just mm-hmm. happens to be looking in the wrong places for it at the moment. He's like, or, he's not taking as much drugs as he was. Um, so he, he'll more than likely stop partying as much. I'd imagine he'll, he'll try find friends that are doing things that suit him better. And I'd say he'll find that path himself. I'd say he doesn't like, he doesn't even need to push really in the right direction because he is looking for it. True, true. I think sometimes so that even that conversation with you could have said something. Yeah, and obviously he was like extremely grateful that he was getting picked up and he's like, it's just literally what you say, he was like, fuck me. He's just like, 
most people wouldn't even dare do that and you're so good and so like that sort of like the fact that he was thinking like that just goes to show me that he probably he definitely has the capabilities to go down that road that he wants to go down and get away from the road that he is down yeah you could have set something in motion there so good man yeah maybe hmm. maybe that's all start doing driving around <laughs> collecting people and then telling them to listen to the podcast <laughs> Uh, episode three was um a more informative um episode that we did that we did with our friend Roshin McCafferty, who is a physiotherapist. Yeah, um physiotherapist and local J hero. And she <laughs> spoke a lot about yeah, um, <laughs> she is, yeah, that's not a joke like um just about her role as a physio and I think the main thing I took from that, which me and her talk about a lot, is that movement of any kind of all for all ages is just the key. Not the key, but it's one of the main reasons to keep your body healthy is keep moving, be active in a certain way, whether it's walking or gardening or whatever it is. And that's probably going to prevent almost all not all but it can prevent a lot of ailments and injuries and sores down lines it's just i think that was probably my main take from that i don't know if you took anything else or yeah just a lot of the stuff we're talking about is uh, i don't it's headspace stuff but rushing definitely tapped into more like connecting like grounding stuff which is something that we we all do as friends anyway like we all go into the sea this swim and stuff together and we all go surfing and it was more like how Russian's episode to me was definitely more like physical things that you can do to look after yourself as well. So like mm-hmm. that is getting your feet on grass or getting yourself into the water or getting out in nature and stuff. So I'm actually very glad that we did that more sort of holistic stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And definitely was very interesting around the whole pain thing. But I think the, the more takeaway points was like, how you can look after yourself without um on a physical level yeah i think so but i think the one connection she made was how physical and mental just overlap so much yeah um which is another point was kind of made in that it's just the more you read into it the more you realize how everything's just so connected and so um so keeping mental and physical both work together bounce off each other but like myself and yourself just almost as physical almost as mental aspect and other people decide that themselves but that kind of leads into the next episode then which was about happiness so as happy as larry is the name of the episode and i think that was for me, one of the most interesting ones, just sort of, now we end up doing a second one, so we can kind of talk about the two of them together here. So the first one is Happy is Larry. Second one is Larry still happy? And I suppose the answer to that is, is he still happy? He's, he can be if he works on it. Mm-hmm. But it's being con- conscious of so many aspects of your life can contribute to your happiness. Yeah, and, and the... As you said, like he could be if he chooses to be, and, and it's a willingness to keep doing the work um, to ensure that you're in a place where you can actually be happy. But 
the big I think the big message for me and which I knew going into those episodes was like it's not a destination you know it's a here and now it's not when I'm going to be this or when I'm going to be that and it was we talked a lot about that language that is dangerous to use and the the goal setting in the sense of I'll be happy when is dangerous to use um so the episodes for me were really about pulling it right back to moment by moment and and finding happiness within those yeah and even in tough situations or challenges like um for me for example doing my master sometimes my head's fried but i'm quite happy doing it because i'm challenging myself you know pushing myself that little bit or you know some days playing football or something your trainings could be super tough like you're doing loads of runs but i'm like you know what this is actually i'm enjoying this because i'm pushing myself physically to as far as i can and that little bit of challenge and you know sometimes you could it nearly does cross your mind like oh fuck this like i'm i'm too tired to train tonight or something but then as soon as you go down there you know you're adding to them aspects of health and happiness that we discussed in them episodes and you know it all ties in again um, it brings you that sense of happiness just being there doing the actual hard graft and stretching yourself a little bit yeah and getting that reward for doing so mm. so uh, yeah it all it's funny like as we're discussing these just almost like a trend going through them all that they're almost nearly connected to some way aren't they I didn't even realise that well I guess that's probably why we started talking in the first place was a lot around these topics and mm-hmm. um the next episode was definitely probably my favorite episode. Um, and that was decisions, decisions, decisions with Maura Dolan, who is a um, business psychologist and a woman that I had known beforehand. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the episodes where it was great because I didn't really have to talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Didn't really have to think or wasn't under pressure to come up with something that was uh, of value. So she did most of the talking. Yeah. It was great and just serious little nuggets of like i think i could probably go through that episode and you'd probably write be able to write down like 20 little pieces of stuff that that are really helpful um knowledge bombs that she has about you know decision making and how to go through life and yeah emotional intelligence i think she does something yeah positive intelligence some of the some of the tests that you can take on yourself to see where you are Mm -hmm. on that scale and the biggest takeaway point for me was, I think I might've mentioned it in the other episodes anyway afterwards. And we were getting towards the end of the episode and we were talking about like, how far down the road do you take a decision? And, and it was the fact when she said that life is messy and like this woman is married, she's got children, she lives in Dublin. She's like from the outside, very successful looking woman. And she is successful, but it's still even though you have all those things like you have the house you have the family you have the career she still said life is messy you know and it was just to me was very reassuring that life will be messy at 28 it'll be messy at 38 it'll probably be messy at 48 Mm -hmm. and it just seemed for me it seemed to take a lot of pressure off my shoulders off of things not always working out the way you want them to work out and that being okay yeah exactly sometimes your path that you think you're going down will just change very very suddenly 
And I think actually from during that episode when we were recording it, I think Mara was coming to the end of, you know, she might have been talking for five minutes straight and she was kind of coming to the end of her point. And I think the two of us were just so engrossed in what she was saying. We nearly forgot to like reply to her. <laughs> Poor woman was probably like, Are these boys going to ask me another question. <laughs> we were just happy just listening. So um, I think definitely, I think from her point of view, it is a good reminder that if we do have guests on in the future, if we carry on that, um, you know, not to be more prepared or anything, but just to be kind of make sure we know when it's time for us to step in. Yeah. I think like, because we obviously can see each other in the video when we're doing it. And like most most of the time my mouth was just kind of open and just like, I was in awe, just like, just keep talking to me. Um, I also really liked the episode because one of our more interactive episodes in the sense that, we could get people to do stuff afterwards as well. So loads of people did the tests and things that, that she had talked to us about. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. And then that one, so it got, so it was all about decisions and thinking about stuff. <clears throat> all the episodes about thinking about stuff in your life that can improve your life or what's in your life that you can reduce. And that kind of led us into our next discussion, which was called, the episode was called hashtag social media. And we discussed, you know, the trials and tribulations of social media and Facebook and Instagram and all those sort of stuff. And then I think the two of us realized after. So that episode was probably, we were fairly biased. I think the two of us are not that big of fans of social media. Maybe we could have had a guest on for that one. Maybe we will some yeah. day in the future have a guest of someone that, um, you know, is more pro social media and has, we were not anti social media, but we're kind of just, yeah, we're both a bit fed up of it, maybe. Um, and from that, we actually end up changing our lifestyle somewhat that we both deleted our social media for a week and we're um, time on it and stuff out there, yeah. So, but we did, I, I don't know if we were biased, I do think we came out with like, like pros and cons and. I think for me, it was more about um, my social media hygiene and what I was using it for and how long I was using it for. Because mm. I still do enjoy going on social media. And as I said before, like I generally don't really feel bad coming off social media. That's because I follow people who I want to follow. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a good sort of detox that week. Um, I had spent less time on social media and more time like having better conversations with people. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was a it was definitely probably the episode where we might have changed something about our lives the most anyway. Yeah, and I think well now I have it downloaded. I have it. Facebook's gone off my phone, and then <clears throat> um, funny I had already deleted Snapchat a couple of months before that. It completely deleted it off. Um, and then Instagram, I have like a five minute timer per day so i'll just tip on see if there's any old dms in there you know and uh right. <laughs> i would say i would say though Stephen, there's no way you're going to get all your slides replied to in five minutes timer on instagram i might start having to pay someone to just manage my account you know <laughs> get sam get sam who is our social media manager on Solbrew to start replying to your slides on the uh, your slides on <laughs> This episode actually is the first one. So a good mate of mine, Sam, 
he uh, runs a marketing company, One Stop Marketing, and it's the first one where he, so he offered, he pretty much calls me a few days after the episode and we have a little chat about it and, you know, he'll say his part of whatever we, we were chatting about on the episode. And it's the first one where he, not that he didn't say he didn't like it, he was saying he was disagreeing with parts more than ever before. But again, this guy has studied business and marketing. He owns a fairly successful uh, marketing company. So it is his job um, working on social media and stuff and the benefits he sees is much more than what we might have um, said in the episode. And what he was saying, it made sense. Um, and then from that episode, he offered to give us a bit of a hand. So he's essentially our social media manager, well, I guess. What was he saying that made sense? Ah, uh, that's a good question. That was a month ago now. Um, just about the benefits of for businesses and for, because he was looking at our social media for the podcast and he was like, we could have more listeners and we could have way more interaction, but we're not good on it, mm -hmm. essentially. And he was right, because two of us hated, we didn't even really want to post that much. <laughs> but it, I, it was because he's like almost an expert in it, a post that would take me an hour to do, he would have done in five minutes. Yeah, he's definitely, so, definitely up to our social media game. Oh, uh, so much better. Like, so, um, so much more interactive. Oh, uh, yeah. And when I see it, it's like, well, it's so simple, but there's no way I could think about doing it at the same time. Like, I know, yeah. So like he's been in class and he's um, he would be he could be the he could be the guy that we could get on to and talk about social media from the other point of view. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I yeah. think so down the line, yeah. I think that'd be great. Um That'd be great. That'd be great. And I'll a big shout out to him for, for doing that for us and really appreciate it. Um the next episode we were talking about uh do you even stoke bruh? Bruh. Hey, Brett, do you even stoke? And it sounds like we're, like we're real stoners and hippies. And <laughs> it's, more, it's, more, it's an episode that we both, again, try and live by. And I don't always live by because I don't always have the book with me. And it's based on Greek philosophy about your life. And you pick up the book each day, and each day has a little quote in it, and um, how you get thinking about things. and you're aware no i did i'm as i said i'm in county cork today i don't have anything with me have you got it there i mean i can get it yes no, yeah no. i think you should get no, no time like the present i'll keep talking yeah i'll keep talking so it's a reoccurring theme that Stephen just abandons the podcast halfway through and i have to come up with stuff that i'm going to talk about anyway but this episode was particularly on how each day you open up the page and it gives you the day and date or whatever and it gives you a quote that was probably like by marcus aurelius or someone and it gives you an explanation of what the quote means below and thank god stephen's back because i'm running out of words to say what is today's daily stoic uh so we're on august which and the theme is pragmatism oh yes what does pragmatism mean? It's your way of thinking, isn't it? To be pragmatic yeah. about things, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, so let me see here. Today is August 
fourth, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so this one, I'll just read it and see if you can de decipher any meaning from it, all right? Yeah. Um, you must stop blaming God and not blame any person. You must completely control your desire and shift your avoidance to what lies within your reasoned choice. You must no longer feel anger, resentment, envy, or regret. That's it? That's it. I would decipher that as you take the responsibility onto yourself, that you do not blame God for how you're feeling or what is going on in your life, and that you mm -hmm. use your own reason, choice, um, to not feel those things like anger and resentment and envy and spite. Yeah, and it can't, they, so it describes and it kind of breaks it down in layman's terms and uh, kind of uses examples from uh, like the 20th or 21st century that people can relate to at the bottom, but it just kind of uses Nelson Mandela about him being imprisoned for so long, uh, for 27 years, and how, you know, he didn't blame anyone else and he took it took the responsibility and then when he left prison he was the main instigator of peace within south africa and bringing um you know black and white people together and all that sort of stuff so he you know he could easily be kind of sour and bitter and blamed others and blamed other regimes and all this sort of stuff but i think it just kind of says about how he came out there on his own terms and that he was in control and that he didn't have anger, resentment or envy or anything towards the opposition. And he just brought them together. So like Nelson Mandela is well known for being one of the greatest man ever to live. So um, this is as good an example as you'll get. So <clears throat> I think I still read them pretty much every day. Um, some of them I enjoy more than others. Some of them I read and I'm like, ah, way over my head. And just get on my day. Way over those luscious locks? I don't believe it. <laughs> get stuck in these locks, yeah. Uh, that, that episode then kind of led us into questioning small talk, which is kind of, we hijacked another <laughs> podcast that we were listening to, uh, <laughs> a podcast that we both got a lot out of. And that's kind of, another that episode, if you want to go back and listen to it, we ask each other some really funky questions that get you thinking. And it's not the hi, how are you sort of questions. It's uh, what's the last lie you told and would you tell it again sort of questions. And someone, I was actually in my local on Sunday night and a uh, girl I took to prom actually. And she, she shouted across to me because she lives in the Midlands as well. And they were coming up the road and they were listening to the podcast. And uh, that was the question that they kind of were listening to the podcast. And I think they paused the podcast and everyone in the car then answered the question and stuff. So I was absolutely delighted <laughs> with myself. Uh, when, she, when she was telling me that. Yeah, because so, someone said to me as well, they were, um, they, you know, she lives wherever she lives. She lives with a few housemates and um, she... Could be the same person, maybe. Um, but she said that she, you know, they sit in the evening times and have a cup of tea and have a bit of a chit chat or whatever. And she's like, "No, I've never mind this old chatting shit about 
random stuff. I have a few questions here now, so I'm going to start and we'll get proper conversations going. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of got her thinking about, you know, just the discussion she's having. She's like, hold on, this conversation could be better. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be, but it could be. Well, sure, that, that, that in itself makes the podcast successful. Exactly. If one person takes nothing from each episode. Yeah. One person taking something from anything is good. Um, but, um, have any of your conversations been improved or have you engaged in any more depth in conversations since that? Or, I mean, you're pretty... That's deep. probably my tendency would be to go that way anyway. I, like superficial conversations don't stimulate my brain. But again, like I said, as you said, like the conversation could be better. Sometimes you don't even want it to be better. So I don't always be pushing for deeper. Like, like, and anyone that knows me and you anyway would be like, you could absolutely have a very shallow conversation with me, or you could have a very deep conversation with me, or something in the middle anyway. Yeah, you can be. Uh, you can be shallow. Man. I can be so shallow. Um, so I don't always push for deeper conversations. But the point of the podcast was, if you wanted to, that we would try and and prompt you with things yeah. to talk about but so i don't think my conversation style has changed or the way i have them has changed because yeah i think we're, we're that way inclined and anyway, the both of us but um and that's i suppose the whole concept of this podcast was about getting people to have these type of conversations so i mean i think that episode kind of again ties in with the theme and previous episodes and the podcast as a whole and on that in from our from the start we had a sort of aim sort of slash objective and of what we wanted from the podcast have you got what you wanted or have you striven for what you wanted we definitely hit the goal of recording 10 episodes which we had said yeah I did find it hard to come up with something that I thought would be worthwhile talking about. Did, there was definitely pressure around it for me. Um, that something that I thought that people would want to listen to. So I definitely, I think like if we go for a season two, I like to stew on things. So I like to think about things for a while. Like, so if I was doing social media posts, I could take three or four days to think about it. So I would like to have a better structure in terms of like having thought about it and maybe talk to other people about the topic. But that's me going off topic right now. Yes, I definitely got out what I wanted out of it and I wanted to do something creative. We started talking about this when we were in lockdown and it was two kilometer radius and wasn't getting to scratch that creative itch that I had. And I definitely got to scratch it through the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely a very cool side project for me to be working on as well as working at the same time and studying at the same time. So seeing as it's a side project and you alluded there that <clears throat> you wanted to make sure it was topics that people would be interested in listening. Do you think that's the right way of looking at it by being focused on what people want to hear? or that you're interested in yourself that's very true i guess i was just yeah when we were picking things i was just more like is this going to get are people going to enjoy this or not which probably maybe as you say might not be the right way of looking at it 
and mm-hmm. just talk about things that we wanted to talk about and the people would find us that wanted to listen to it. Good point, Stephen, you've got me there. <laughs> but, I, but it doesn't take away the fact that I did feel pressure about coming up with topics that I thought would be been worthwhile. Talking about. I agree. <clears throat> I think, oh, hoping we do uh, more episodes in work. So we're going to take at least six weeks probably break here. Yeah. And it's for a number of reasons. So <clears throat> I felt that pressure a little bit too, where you don't want to just throw some of shit out. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people might think it's shit anyway, which is grand, but we didn't want to throw out some absolute dung and just get through it. And I found... <clears throat> I found your, your use of the English... Uh, uh, Al- not alphabet <laughs> English language <laughs> beautiful throughout some dung now you're going to have to explain what dung is Stephen because not everyone's going to know that in that context Google's there work away <laughs> English I speak good um, <clears throat> well I, <clears throat> I think the first few episodes we did them together recorded them together and then you became too busy with your job that you weren't coming up as much and then suddenly I was becoming very busy and it was, you know, we're fitting in a very regimental slot. You know, we were doing a couple of episodes at, you know, six or half six in the morning. We're like, right, we have to have this done in 45 minutes. And I think that goes against what we were aiming for. We were wanting a flow of conversation and not only it not just to work better in person, but I think it's more personal in person over the yeah. screen. And you're, you're, you're missing the little cues and stuff like body language, and yeah. you're getting that delay in time and stuff as well. I left you hanging by being <laughs> lost in an episode. Yeah, episodes in a row now. You've left me hanging. <laughs> but I think, <clears throat> I mean, I'm just really busy this summer with. Um, work and football and different stuff but after six weeks a lot of that will have calmed down a little bit more time you might have a bit more time and I think during the next six weeks we'll still have a few chats about a structure for season Mm -hmm. two a couple of guests in line already on a couple of really interesting topics so I think we'll definitely come back Um, but that's for us to sort of all over ourselves Um. Stephen, was the podcast a success for you? Yes. So this week we did hit a milestone this week, which wasn't an aim or anything, but we did hit over two thousand, uh, have over two thousand listeners now, and that to me doesn't breed success. That just is an interesting sort of side point, but it's the comments from people more random people that you meet and they're like, oh, I really enjoyed your podcast. I'm like, oh, you know, not that you didn't expect them to listen, but you kind of didn't really. You know, someone you meet in a shop or um, or whatever, and you're like, oh. Some of the random text messages we got too were, like, mm-hmm. I got very, like, messages that were pulling on heartstrings as well, but some of the stuff Absolutely. that we talking about, and that was just, made it very successful for me. Yeah, and we got a voice note, a weekly voice note or text from Bridget Oak as well. Mum was listening out while she while she's doing her gardening, which is just. Do you please stop name dropping famous people? <laughs> well, when you have these connections, like you wanna throw them out there, I'm in the know. <laughs> 
But for me, it was worth it for the people that got back saying they got value and, you know, got them thinking about stuff to improve their lives and, you know, just even thinking and having conversations and, you know, we've, I don't know how many messages or comments we've probably got from people. I can't quantify it. We're not really keeping track, but I'd say, I don't know, between the two of us, probably 40 plus people, maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah. And I don't know many people said it to me, to me, like to my face or whatever as well. So, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Guess me ask that. How about that? <laughs> um, but for me, that that makes it successful. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stephen, it's been an absolute pleasure. I know we didn't get to do it in person like we'd wanted to, and if we'd started back in January, February time, we probably would have more time to have done it in person but i very much enjoyed our last 10 weeks of talking to each other and having good conversations together i have indeed and uh yeah there's not much more to add than that it's been great you are until, a good man. until season two that's me and you no, i'll not see you now for six weeks now you're gonna chat to you and just gonna open up this chat window again and we'll start in six weeks time <laughs> yeah something like that so um just before we finish, though, I do want to say thanks to a lot of people that helped us throughout season one, like Rashim McCaffrey being a guest, Mara Dolan being a guest, Sam O'Neill doing our social media now. We got equipment and help from uh, Robert Shields, Stephen McFilmy, my little brother, who shall remain nameless. <laughs> and on Daniel Doak, great wee man. Um, and just even the comments kept us going. And there was definitely times where, you know, we were really busy in it. It, was e it would have been an easy option to say, look, the two of us are too busy, let's skip a week. Yeah. But people that listened and commented made it worth it. So thank you to all of you that listened. Like and subscribe and share with a friend and keep an eye out for season two in September. Perfect, Stephen. Peace. And love. And love.